Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Maeda. And as of late, if you're following our content, it's like we're a full-time Fed watcher. I'm just looking at some of our content. On the tech side, we had an article about a week ago about CMG, Capital Markets Gateway. Check that out. They're a private company backed by a number of investment banks. And they are working to automate the IPO process, which is a process desperately in need of, of automation. And their platform looks like it's, frankly, straight through processing. There's not much that the CMG folks don't automate. So it'll be inter- interesting to see how, how they evolve over time. Um, on the crypto side, China bans crypto transactions. You know, we've said before, we've written before that we think the Fed will do the same when they roll out the, uh, the digital dollar. And the report is, is due, I think it's this month. They're going to publish a white paper, and it, it's going to happen. It's a foregone conclusion. They're not going to fall behind China in a strategic area like digital currency. And then the rest of our content over the past week or so has been Fed-related, just sort of scrolling through. Um, yeah, we put a piece out on, on Saturday, which was a rebuttal to Powell's comments toward the end of last week. And what we did is we took a, a YouTube clip of his presser and we timestamped it and critiqued his, his commentary. So he, of course, uh, is not willing to admit that the Fed is the lone culprit as it relates to inflation. You know, it's monetary policy exclusively that creates inflation as the, the Fed inf- inflates the money supply. Uh, when, when you do so without a commensurate increase in productivity, you're going to have price inflation. And so check that out. It's a, it's a quick read. Um, we put out a couple of pieces yesterday around uh, the two Fed presidents, uh, Boston Fed President Rosengren and uh, Dallas Fed President Kaplan stepping down. If you recall, maybe three weeks ago, he wrote a piece around the, the Fed uh, how it was just unconscionable from our point of view that they would trade in equities that they were doing deals with back in 2020. You know, Apple comes to mind. They did a, uh, they, they backed part of the $3 billion issuance that, that Apple did in 2020. Um, and these guys were trading in the stock while that was going on. So it was good to see them step down. Frankly, Powell ought to step down, but that's not, not going to happen. That was him sacrificing heads at the altar, Powell sacrificing heads at the altar so that he may get reelected, or rather uh, reappointed. He's not elected, he's appointed in, in February of 2022. And then the piece we put out this morning was around uh, Powell admitting that inflation could persist, that it may last longer than anticipated. And he knows that, but he can't say that. You know, he couldn't say in January that uh, price inflation could persist for several years that's just not in his best interest um but but we put out uh, a a piece that included his prepared remarks as it relates to his testimony to congress today so you can check that out but clearly where we're going is we have um slowing real gdp right that's another article we put out i think it was yesterday uh, the atlanta fed put out its GDP now cast. I think we're at 3.2% real GDP as they measure. Um, from where I stand, it may be zero, it may be negative. 
you know, given that, uh, from my perspective, the GDP deflator, which is how the <clears throat> the government gets from a nominal uh, GDP figure to real GDP, the deflator, in our view, understates uh, the impact of, of price increases. So from where I sit, real GDP may very well be zero. But nonetheless, you have real GDP declining. It's now low single digits. It's not going to accelerate next year. It's going to be flat to down. Uh, we would guess down. You have uh, debt increasing. The Fed will tighten a little bit. Uh, they can't tighten too much on the interest rate side. You know, so if in 2023, 2024, they get around to tightening rates, the Fed funds rate, they can't lift that too much given that you have almost $28.5 trillion of public debt outstanding. Otherwise, the, the fiscal side is not going to be able to afford to service the debt. So the interest rate's not going to go too high. But the Fed, nonetheless, is tightening. Um, so the, despite the tightening, which is going to be a, a, a small effort, because, again, the Fed can't afford to, to jack up rates, uh, because it's a small effort, inflation, price inflation will persist. So that is stagflation by definition. When you have meager real GDP or flat GDP or declining GDP and uh, asset price inflation, that's a stagflation environment. And again, remember the, the, the Fed, as it uh, uh, measures uh, inflation, that too is understated. You know, I'm thinking about in particular uh, shelter, uh, rent prices, for example, where the, the Fed surveys house, household owners and asks them how much they think they could get were they to rent their house. And that figure has been up roughly 2% year over year. But if you look at the actual Zillow data, Zillow rental data, the, the, the numbers are up roughly 20% year over year. So CPI is uh, substantially um, under, underestimated as it's calculated by, by the central government. So uh, Powell is getting a little bit of a religion, a little bit of religion as it relates to uh, inflation. He's telling a, a, a little bit more truth than he was six months ago. Uh, but as usual with the Fed, it'll be too little too late. Um, they are behind the curve as it relates to inflation. It will get out of hand. They do not have the tools to stop it because they cannot tighten as much as they would need to to reel in inflation, given the massive amount of debt that we have outstanding. Thus, we are just starting to encroach upon a stagflation environment, which will persist through next year and into 2023 and beyond. That's all for now. See you next time.